And what is going on, everybody out there, all of you buttes and beauties? It is episode number 155 of Hattrick Hockey, which is always brought to you by our good friends over at GL Heritage, the official beer of Hattrick Hockey. If you like the old hoodie here, you like Tristan's shirt there, smash the link on our post. We'll bring you straight into our merch store for you to collect all of your sweet HTH merch. And here, as always, with my buddy Tristan. Mm-hmm. what's up brother it's been a bit uh, not much it's been yeah. a bit i feel like every episode we say it's been a bit i know uh we're, we're gonna try and get more consistent here hopefully we can put out at least an episode or two a week um honestly it's because it's during the hockey season now that we're all of a sudden so busy yeah uh, with the 73 stuff and you obviously have work i have work now school life is just uh it can be overwhelming at times but you know i kind of like doing be able to do this podcast because it's a uh, it's time away from everything it's yeah it's time where we can just kind of hockey yeah we can just flick everything off of us mm-hmm. and then we just kind of get to sit here and shoot the shit like we always do right we yep, don't have no to stress. worry about anything we don't have to worry about like don't get me wrong i love doing it but we don't have to worry about like updates on the games or yeah. you're up in the booth and play by play which is by the way going fantastic we've been getting Lots of um, comments. People love the play-by-play. You and Jonesy there, mm-hmm. killing it as always. Well, we kind of knew that's why we picked you guys to do it. Obviously, that was uh, yeah. What's been nice too is your there. schedules kind of worked out too. So because before you like didn't know, I thought I was gonna have to be on a lot of games, and it turns out I've only had right. to be on one game, which is has been good. I enjoyed I the game, that but too. it's but it's nice having like you and him, like you and freaking jonesy there you guys make a good team on the air so yeah I'm, I'm starting to get the hang of more uh being less um who said uh post the post like butter on toast that, who said that, that? was, was brendan that, that was full okay. credit to him okay. for that but just being <laughs> able to loosen up and you know use some of those adages right uh not just oh repeating what happened during the play for color the whole point is you got a bit of eccentric touch to you and I, i've started to add that the last couple games so i'm much more of a um i i excel better with play-by-play i think well the one episode we uh one episode the one game that i covered the play-by-play i love it yeah but jones that's obviously that's his whole like, that's his shit protege, so, yeah. <laughs> um so i'm on color right it. now which i enjoy uh but 73s, um, let's chat about them. What yeah, you, let's get into her, man. What portion do you want to talk about? Just well, talk we could, about the past week? Yeah, so the past week. So we had a home game we played last week that was against Amherstburg, right? Yes, Aberg. Yes, which Amherstburg has been, uh, they've been, I think they're under the weather right now, aren't they? They've got a little uh, bit yeah, of a they've got. I believe they've got, I don't know if I'm allowed to disclose whatever they have, but they've, there's got some sort of team. bug going around the going yeah. around the room, yeah. which is what's going on. But yeah, yeah. So they were shorthanded uh, all this week, but they were able to take a game from Wheatley mm-hmm. in overtime. So Wheatley yeah, slipping a bit. Amherstburg they're playing better hockey, but they ran into very good 73s team on Tuesday and unfortunately took the fall eleven to two. Yeah, um, Essex just completely demolish them it was like, a, it, it was, was a good all-around game like everything was firing 
good skill separation. So the scoring in that game was Gabe Barrett and then Russett from Amherstburg immediately responded shorthanded. Nice so it was 1-1, but then Carson Bugley and Gabe Piccolo closed out the period to make it 3-1. Then Lazar Dragasevich, Luke Shirk on the power play. Then Dragasevich again. Every single game he scores one, he always gets a second. Let's That's get a hat of here, Lazar. Let's say, let's go, kid. Tonight, hopefully tonight. Yeah, we'll that'd see. be nice. But and then Liam Hall to start off the third. Then Mark Levesque gets his first as a 73. Yeah. Out with a shoulder injury all year. Comes back. He had played, I think he had played like five to ten games right on that range. Didn't have a single point. Uh, Finally picks up a goal. Yeah. Good for you, Mark. And it was a good play because they came down on a three, pretty much a three on oh, but it was a three on one. Dragasevich, who was looking for the hat trick, had the opportunity, passed it over to Sagan, and Sagan passed it back door to Levesque. Just a great unselfish play to get Marcus's first. Mm-hmm. And Dragasevich, good on you, buddy. You passed up the hat trick, but you got your pal his first of the year. Still then it was Bugsy. Yeah. Then it was Bugsy again. And then Papalkis answered um, to make it at that point. It was 10 1. Like I feel like Amherstburg, both of their goals, though, were like nice goals. I know they the were. Short, I know the short, like handed one was sick. I was, yeah, it was a break right in front of me. Yeah, it was nasty, top shelf. And then Papalkis's goal was seven threes broke down defensively. They passed it right out front on mm-hmm. Papalkis's tape and it Papalkis's tape, and he put it in the back of the net. Yeah. And then two goals from Kale McCabe. And I gotta say, the one goal from Kale McCabe was sick. Yeah, top of the circle, absolutely wired it. Like he flexed his stick to the absolute brim before it broke, and wow, laser beam on the he's, power play. He's on a tear right now too. 10 points in his last five games. Yeah. Player of the game. (laughs) Player of the game on the game that week before against Lakeshore. And then just his past game against Blenheim, which we can talk about that game now. Essex going into Blenheim, the Memorial Blenheim Center, without Gabriel Piccolo, who had been called up as a, um, I don't know how that works. If he's technically an AP, but he's a former player. I don't Mm. know what the... The ruling is there, but anyway, he got called up back to the Flyers, uh, his home team, if you will, yeah. and uh, for two games, put up two points. So, <laughs> point per game. Pick, thing. Yep. But Essex, meanwhile, uh, while lacking their captain, went into Blenheim. The scoring was as follows. Luka Milosevic opened the scoring. Then it was Brad McElpine from... The Blades to a tie it on the power play. Then it was Joey Hader to put them up two to one. And then after this point, it was all Essex. In the second period, Connor Dubinsky answered almost immediately. It was 18 seconds later. How's that? Good response. Then in the third period, again, it was back to back Kale McCabe and Kale McCabe. Yeah. Shocker. Like boom, bam, bam. Just like that. And then to close out the scoring, Jaden Sagan gets the empty net. He's got the monkey off his back now. Mm-hmm. McCabe, man. What what an addition. He goes to those dirty areas too, man. He's a hard worker. Yeah, I was saying that. Nice. Like, watching his first five games, he was pointless. And you're like, how? Like, his line was working hard. Yeah. Well, when you, 
Well, he gets several. He he's flood, got five goals and five assists. The floodgates have opened now. Like it's yep. He's in full. We've swing, got, so there is no team. Lakeshore may be ahead of us in the standings, but there's no team that's deeper. I can't wait to see these teams play a series. Right now, we're actually uh, first in the division ahead of Lakeshore. It's on a technicality, though. I always look at points percentage. Yeah, but I, I want to see us go in the playoffs. Everything resets. It, playoffs are kind of wide open because Essex lost 6 We have to get to one another first. Yeah. I understand that. But Moortown, we, if Moortown we do, is the sleeper. Fuck. Moortown is the sleeper. I know that. Wheatley is falling off, and Wheatley is set to play Moortown first round. We all know about John Chartrand. Yes. If John Chartrand steals that series, it'll be Moortown versus Lakeshore. Yeah, fuck. Now, here's the thing. Essex wants first seed because you get home advantage. But if we get first seed and have to play Moortown round two, I do not like that. Because this year against them, we've won twice, tied, and lost against them. And one of those that wins, is our worst record yeah. against the team this and season. And one of those wins was in overtime. Yeah, and we had to come back. Pip. Yeah, we were down three three one the whole game. Yeah. Then Liam Hall, I think Liam and was, uh, Piccolo, yeah. or no, no oh, Pick, Liam and Shirk. Yeah, that's what Pick, it was. Shirk uh, with like twelve seconds. Yeah, and then he scored in overtime there. Pick. Yeah. yeah. And Sharshan faced like sixty shots that game. Yeah. Only let in couple. four. Just a couple. Guys, it an animal like. But the standings right now, in total, a couple of teams from the divisions north of us have passed us. Mm -hmm. Mind you, they have more games played than us. So if we win tonight, we would move into second in the league. Hanover Barons are first right now. They're 31-4. and Wow. Sorry, 31-4. Let me do some math. They got 37 games played. So 34, sorry, 31-4. Zero and two, so they got two draws. Hmm. So they have sixty-four points in an eight-sixty-five point percentage. Second only to Lakeshore's eight-eighty-two because of the fact that they have they got games in hand. They can mm-hmm. they're a few games back, but Essex still holds first in the division. We'll see playoffs. There's a lot that could happen. Yeah. Wheatley could go on a tear because they have moments where they're a great team. They shut out Lakeshore in the first game of the year. Yeah, Lakeshore, they seem to play well as a unit always. Like, they're the best team chemistry. Essex, we have the deepest roster. Mike Paley's assembled a wagon. You look at us top to bottom. We got three goalies, and they're all starters pretty much for any other team. And with the exception of Lakeshore, who has Bo Porosky and uh, Nicholas Bolton, who have been incredible. Dynamite, always, as always. Yeah, we've seen the standings kind of straighten out. But at six tonight, we've got Dresden in town. Dresden currently sitting second last in the division, 6-27-1, which obviously not very impressive record. And they have allowed uh, 186 goals. So we'll see. At six, they can't never underestimate a team, but obviously they're going to walk into this one and hopefully take care of business. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. Who you got for the first goal of the night? Ooh. I'm going to go pick. Is pick, pick back tonight? Is pick back tonight? I think so. Okay, if he's not, 
I'm he like, should be. He should be. If he's not Carter Dembinski. I like it. I'm going to say. Carter's due, so. I'll say Jaden Sagan. Oh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, he's fast. And he's kind of, he kind of quieted down the first half of the year. He was over a point per game. Mm-hmm. Also, a guy like Nate Dowling, actually. If Dowling's back, yeah, he can true. take advantage of teams that are kind of flat footed. I was typing his name a lot on the on on those score updates. Trust me, he's a he's name good. I typed a lot. So he's I, right now. He's uh, I think he's fourth on the team in points. Mm-hmm. They've got. I'm looking at the take a peek at the team leader. Excuse me, he's fifth because Shirky. Oh, okay. He's been on terror lately too, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. it goes for sure. Gabe with fifty seven, which is incredible. Sure. Liam yeah. Hall with a career high forty three. Luke Shirk with a career high forty. Kilkuvian with thirty nine, and then Dowling with thirty three. But Dowling has played significantly less games than those guys. Like, yeah, I think yeah. for a while, as of late, he's been on and off. I don't know if that's injury or if it's just Tony Porosky wants to shake the lineup, but mm-hmm. we'll see. So yeah, that's that's everything new. That's yeah. pretty much in the junior C world, in that realm. So let's get the shitty stuff out of the way off the hop here. This team mm-hmm. can't shit, okay? And yep. I say shit because it's all it's insane. What is going? Yep. On obviously, now? we we walked. So we in had the- five guys take leaves right from their squads. I right. Carter Hart's deal was terminated. I believe he's now like a a free agent technically. Yes. What are you doing looking that up there? Um Yeah, I just wanted to verify something. So Carter Hart, what were we saying? A free agent. I, I believe they like terminated his deal. Really? I did yes. not see that. I believe I, I was told there was gonna be cap relief while those players are away. Yeah, that's probably but there was no did. buyout or termination, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe the league let him because of the circumstances that it's not injury-related, maybe. Really? thought I did read that somewhere. I could be wrong, but I could have sworn I fucking read well, that Well, anyway, I'll, I'll get it out of the way. The five players, um, yes. and it's been confirmed now, Callan Foote and Michael McLeod, which are both, I, I can't believe that, same with Carter Hart, but they're both leaving New Jersey. Alex Formanton, he was overseas, sent right. back overseas. He was a former Ottawa Senators prospect, which last year, the writing was kind of on the wall. They bought out his contract, opted not to re-sign him, and he walked. No team signed him, which is odd. 23-year-old player coming off a 40-point season. Now we see he's now, likely, uh, well, they're point. being heavily investigated, and uh, Carter Hart and the last one is Dylan Dubé from the yeah. Calgary Flames, which here is something that's disgusting. If it comes to light that this is true and it's proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that they were responsible for the raping and uh, anything else that was involved with this young woman yeah. who was a minor at the time, they flames put out a thing that said Dylan Dubé is tending to his mental health. And that's why he was away from the team. That was their official statement. 
And now they're trying to backpedal and say, oh, well, we didn't know, really? Every other team was sending their player to the gulag while they're going to get, like, the London police are arresting them effectively because yeah. they didn't want it to be a public thing. It was, you're reporting to us before this date or else we're going to come arrest you. Yeah. Really? Mental health? Yeah, that's sick. There's people who actually deal with stuff like that in their own organization. Oliver Shillington. Mm -hmm. And now, oh, yeah, well, this, no. Sorry, that's just the agent from anybody who ever reported it. It's terrible. Was he not the captain of that? He might have been because I think he's a year older than the other guys. And like, he's the older one. He was the captain of that that team, of that 2018 World Juniors. I'm pretty sure he was the captain. Well, I think it's, yeah, Michael McLeod, he's got been given an additional charge, which is party to the offense, meaning he organized it. So, yeah, so he was the, the like, leader of it all, shall we yeah, say. Yeah, McLeod is the one who's taken the... Here's the part I don't get. These guys are high draft picks. Yeah. You know you're going to the NHL. You got the world by the short and curlies, Okay. And then you go and do something stupid like that. Stupid. That is disgusting for one. Like, and it's obviously wasn't consensual by the way it sounds, right? So no, or else there wouldn't be that's a case. What I mean. This investigation's right. been ongoing you know I mean? for years. You never know. She like some people are into some of that freaky shit. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Don't get me wrong. But she obviously wasn't. You know what I mean? And now all this is coming to light and I'm glad it is because why should these guys be allowed to go have a good life and make millions of dollars and play the sport they love yeah. when that young lady is trapped inside of her own head and everything? Not to mention, all this. It's, she was paid off. Yeah. Imagine mm. being told, nah, nah, instead of justice, here's a couple of million. Yeah. And you know what? Hush money. Not only that, why the fuck is that being paid out by Hockey Canada? Yeah, that's why they cleaned house with everything in the organization. Everyone wiped clean, new slate. They brought in the investigators. Hockey Canada did its own investigation alongside of the Ontario Police and London uh, Regional Police. So what did the London cops do? They probably pretty much just called out to these guys and just pretty much said, you have till this date to be in our in our headquarters? Yeah. They put out a, um, yeah, it was a public announcement, but it was also a direct statement to them, and that's why they were removed from their teams. I still can't believe that Dubé thing, though, mental health. Do you health. think any of these guys will ever play in the NHL again? See, here's the interesting thing. If it comes out, there's three different ways this could go. They're guilty, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever they and get up to ten years in prison, going to jail. Yeah, you're going. To yeah, jail. attended. What I don't even know how long the max charge would be. Fifteen years. I I, I did long. Ten to fifteen. 12, I would assume. Ten to fifteen, especially with party to the offenses and additional charge for McLeod. They're not ever playing again. They might play in the French B League or in like the KHL or something, but they're not playing in the National Hockey League, mm-hmm. let alone any professional league with any sort of anything in North America. Class. Anyway. Well, even in Europe, I don't think the SHL would allow that. I don't think the the Finnish Liga would allow that. Even parts of the KHL, I doubt it. It's going to have to be some kind of league that obviously signs players who are, um, well, more than down on their luck. They're criminals. Now, here's the other option. 
they're proven to be innocent, but we have an OJ Simpson situation. Oh. It's presumed by many people that there was guilty, that, that they were um, guilty rather, but there was a lack of definitive evidence and the jury could not come to a decision where they were proven beyond the reason of a shadow beyond the shadow of a reasonable doubt. There we go. Yeah. It's the exact terms they use in the legal system uh, that they're guilty. So then they get released. Okay, well, now what? Everyone thinks they did it. They're pretty certain. But do teams resign them? Likely not. Yeah. Right? Is there, I would assume. But wasn't there like text messages and photos and shit? I have no clue. I'm pretty sure I heard something about there was like photos and stuff. Or a video well, if there's or, photo or video, it's going to end up. And that makes, I'm sorry, but that makes you even more stupid. Yeah, you're going to sit there and go. Well, that guy's sitting right over there. Yeah. That's easy. But I'm saying this is, aside from all that, and then the third option is this was all made up, which I'm not I'm not saying it is, obviously. I'm just saying that is a possibility because it has happened in the past. Well, okay. well, now what? Now their images are tarnished for the rest of their life. They've been put in the limelight and very negatively casted doubt by people. But with they're never going to get a career again, probably, because with, they were involved with this. I don't with, want to touch that. But with everything that we know now, like, fucking looking. And I'm just it. saying, hypothetically. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I'm no lawyer, that we and know I'm not now, a part of the jury. Sure. I just mean everything that we know now, that's for sure. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of looking like these guys are, I don't think, like, it's not looking good for them. I'll tell you that. Yeah, At all. There's there's been a lot of things that have the not. Fact, the now part I'm that makes like me think that advocate. is the fact that Hockey Canada fucking gave her money. And that right there tells She's me. She's claiming that. that, though. There are records of money being given out by Hockey Canada, but there's no direct. But they can't Nothing match up proven the amounts. Yet. They can't match up the amounts. I will say this I'm not going to give my official opinion on this until those guys are I know but all but, they would have to do is get warrants for hockey Canada's bank account and warrants Oh they would already accounts. have that or and else they match up dates and amounts that's yeah. all all they would have to they do They wouldn't have even moved they wouldn't have even moved to trial if this wasn't the case but that being said we can put that aside yes and move on we'll keep track as to what's what's going on with that and we'll kind of yeah. keep everybody updated but Bonehead move on those guys. Mm -hmm. All right. We got some recent trades, dude. I know you are all fired up about a couple of these trades going on. Some big names are flying around the NHL right now. Holy smokes. So go. I'm going to talk about the Lindholm trade. Go ahead. Because that one threw threw me for a loop. I'm going to pull up this whole, this whole trade. Now I think this trade is a win-win for both sides. So big trade. Obviously, actually, did we even talk about? I'm trying to remember if we recorded. Did we talk about Cutter Gochi and Drysdale? I think we did last episode. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, since then, this happened January 31st. So last week, exactly a week ago, Elias Lindholm goes to the Vancouver Canucks. He's going to play first line with his countryman, Elias Pettersson. That sucks, eh? And Ilya Mikheyev. 
they are a wagon. Already first in the NHL, they just got a top six two-way center who's in Selkie votes every year. Mm-hmm. But it's ex- the exchange is not a light load. Calgary acquires Andre Kuzmenko. Scored 39 goals last year. A 2024 first-round pick, which likely is going to be in the 25 or later because of the fact they're going to finish. So effectively a low first, high second. A conditional 2024 fourth-round pick. Yanni Yermo, who is a, I believe he's around 23 or 24. He's a young defenseman, played in the AHL. Likely never gets anything more than um, bottom pairing minutes, but he's got some potential there. And here's the kicker. A prospect who has been destroying the OHL, a defenseman, Hunter Brustowich. Or Bruce Davich, however you want to say it. I say Brustowich. But he's. I'll, I'll read you his point totals in a moment. You you state your thoughts on this trade. Well, like, like you were saying, I think it's a win-win for both sides here. I was looking up something because I heard something about Vancouver's um, defense. Mm-hmm that I was just trying to look up the stat to see if it was true. But the stat that I heard was that their whole defensive core is nobody's in the minus for plus minus. They're all in the plus. Every single D-man they have. So I was trying to look that up. (laughs) Yeah, so here's here's, uh, Rustavich's point totals, all right? So he's a 19-year-old defenseman, six foot, 185 pounds. In 49 games played for the Kitchener Rangers, he has eight goals, 61 assists for 69 points in 49 games played, and is a plus 18. While you do that, I'm gonna look that up. Holy smokes, he's incredible! Like, uh, here's another thing. The situation where this becomes a lose for the Vancouver Canucks is number one, if they can't re-sign Lindholm. Mm-hmm. And number two, if they get bounced like second round. Yeah. Because you just gave up all of that for that, and now he's not resigning. Oh, boy. Yeah, People they're all in. People start to look on this trade pretty dark. Yeah. They definitely went all in. Yeah. And they're in a win now. <laughs> yeah, they are in a win like, now. Like, it's and- obvious. It's quite evident. This is the core they have, and they're going with it. So, here I'm almost at the uh, the stats here for these guys. So, I like Lindholm. Holy smokes! Is he like he was a guy who I was hoping the Wings might take a look at in the free agency period this summer, and they still very well could. But okay, well they have made does Vancouver ever look good now? They have one guy that's in the minus, but he's not like a starter. Who is but everybody else like who's their guy? The one guy? Yeah. Noah Jolson. Oh Noah Jolson, yeah, yeah. He was a Montreal uh he's prospect. played thirty two games though, but he's minus one. But he let's face it, if there's they're going Zadorov and like guys like that. Tyler Myers, yeah, Lafford, Quinn Hughes. Sorry, yeah, like that's what I mean. Yeah, Zadorov, exactly. Ian Cole, 
Yeah, Ian Cole, he was a good signing for them. I was, I was mad the Wings dog. passed on him and took Justin Hull instead. Cole's plus 10. He's a good so, demon. Stable, stable, stable bottom pairing guy who can play middle yeah. in minutes. Myers um, is plus 13. Like, just... Oh, yeah. Let's not forget the fact that they have a world-class goaltender in their net. I swear, we were talking about this a couple years ago about a sleeper team, and I had Vancouver. They ended up having a pitiful year, but... Here we are. This is the team that I had envisioned back then. Philip Peronic, plus 33. Peronic, Wings, uh, yeah, Wings traded him. Quinn Hughes, plus 34. This yeah, is their. Quinn Hughes is. I know, but this the is North. their defense, man. Listen to those numbers. That's disgusting. Yeah. But For their goalie, single... Thatcher Demko. Yeah, he's just. He's like, insane. So Thatcher Demko is. He has um, 20 – he's played 35 games. He's 26-8 and eight with one overtime loss. His goals against is a 2.44, and his save percentage is a .920. Yeah, 920. How's that? Is that good? Not too bad. Is that good? <laughs> um, yeah. The only guy and... he's second to right now is probably Connor Hellebuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It's pretty, pretty... And Hellebuck and the Jets. Here we go, the Jets. They're loading up too. This is the second trade I was going to speak yeah. about. Winnipeg acquires centerman Sean Monahan, who's having a very solid year, or was with the Canadians. He had 13 goals, 22 assists in 49 games played. Mm-hmm. In exchange, the Jets send over a first-round pick, 2024. And this is kind of a weird one. A third-round conditional pick in 2027, if... The Winnipeg Jets win the cup this year. So it's a lofty goal. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's happening. Unless Connor Hellebuck very well steals this. What's going to happen? They'd have to get, it'd have to be a perfect storm. They'd have to get carried by Kyle Connor. Mark Shifley would have to play like he's 25 again. Like a lot of things. So might. you're saying there's a chance. Yes, I am saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dumb and dumber. But. <laughs> Yeah, so that's it for the trade market. But wow, two big centermen, and we're starting to see the value of centermen. Yeah, and how much they're going for now. Listen here, Detroit Red Wings. Andrew Kopp has been playing well as of late. He's got a really crap contract. Trade piece. I know you're pushing for the playoffs, but he's not helping you too much. If you can trade him and get a good centerpiece back. Like, what's a team that's contending right now that you think would look at Cop? Who just missed out on two guys? Who had Cop a couple years ago and he played well for them? The New York Rangers. Mm-hmm. They're struggling. But who, who would you get back? Well, we just saw a first-round pick was traded and everything that was traded for Lindholm. Mm-hmm. How about a guy who struggled? How about a former second overall pick? Capo Caco. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, I guess. I'd love that. He'd blow right up with us. The Rangers yeah. have the worst coaching in the league. They don't. They have a stacked roster, and they don't know how to use it. You have Alexi Lafreniere and Capo Caco. What are you doing? Yeah. Should, it, those shy guys should be putting up 70-plus points every year for you, not 45 on your third line. Yeah, they're definitely not uh... – and they've been struggling too. Trust me, I've got Shashurkin on my fantasy league, and I can't drop him because I took him too high. Oh mm-hmm. my lord! 
He's terrible. No one wants to trade for him because they're like, oh, we know he's bad. He's so 50-50. He either gets a shutout or he lets in six goals. Mm-hmm. Or, or he gets the win with like five goals allowed. Okay, come on now, buddy. Was there any other trades? Or was those two kind of... Uh, there was two? a couple, like, there's a minor trade. Max Kajovic went to Pittsburgh in exchange for Will Butcher, who's a former, like, 40-point defenseman for the Devils. Fell off. Hopefully, he bounces back with Minnesota. They've been struggling this season. They're a train wreck. They've got one of the best players in the world in Kaprizov, and they can't even do anything with him. So, we'll see. Jesus. Can we talk about one thing for a second before we go on to... Um... The Gallagher hit real quick. Can we talk yep. about how hot the Oilers are right now? Oh my lord! <laughs> like McDavid just has they have like a chance tonight, right? Eye. For the record, I think so. Is it for tonight? Yeah, so, they play. They're playing they Vegas. Play the Vegas. Yeah, that's right. Everyone's saying Vegas is going to end it. Well, I'll be watching that one tonight for sure. What? That's sixteen games right now. I think they're going to win. I think they're gonna do it. They're just too hot. Big right David, now. put the he, team on your back, buddy. He's fucking got. He's got, he has that look in his eye right now that he's just. When they were losing and he looked like shit there for a little bit. And the funniest part is we say like, oh, he's playing bad or whatever. He was still like mm-hmm. point and a half a game, which is brutal well, for us to yeah, say. Yeah, he's got he's got seven points in his last two games. So. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's disgusting. So. He just, it's like he just flipped the switch and said, you know what? I'm done with this. And then now he's just on a, a run. <laughs> like it's, I've watched his games. He's, ever, did you see the goal he scored against the Red Wings? Like, we talked about that with Shannon. Yeah. It was just <laughs> the, the, the intelligence he displayed, waiting for his man to get on side. And then he burned everybody. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. only that, he won the fastest skater. So. Shocker. He actually won the whole thing for total yeah. points at the all-star competition, which surprise, oh, surprise. the guy who had 153 points a couple of years ago, the best player in the world won it. Wow. He's, <laughs> I wouldn't say he's leagues ahead, but he's a solid, like when you lead everybody by 20 points, 30 points, 40 points, actually, it's pretty, pretty dang good. Not bad. Is that good? Yeah. Is that good? Imagine that. Did he break the game? I'm putting up that many points in a league like Junior C and then doing it at the best level in the world. Yeah. Like it's not like there's this guy who has like 90 points or whatever in 40 games in the in the PJHL. Oh, that's nice. How about 150 in like 80? Yeah, I know. It's disgusting. Almost two points a game. How about Wayne Gretzky putting up like 207 like years ago? Who does that? It's just comical. That's like every game. You're just like, it's effortless. You go out there, pot two goals and an assist. Three, four points a game. Yeah. You know, you know something that's crazy. Wayne Gretzky had more four point games in his career than he did zero point games. Oh, is that not? It's not effed. Dude, people don't realize some of the records and stuff that he has. Like when you dig deep into it, and you actually you take look, away all his goals, he still leads all time points. I know some of, and them, he leads in goals. I know some of it, but it will blow your mind. Some of it's comical. So everybody, if you're not too familiar with like hockey and Wayne Gretzky, even if you're a little younger or whatever, and you listen to the show, go online and look up Wayne Gretzky all his records. records, all of his records, and you'll see. 
it's in some of them I'm like, how's that even possible? Yeah. Like it's just weird. But hey, but no one will ever match Sam Gagne's eight point nine. No. Yeah, McDavid yet. <laughs> yet. Yeah, exactly. He's gonna have a tonight against Vegas, it'll be uh ten to two and he's gonna have nine points. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have three three and six or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh Gallagher hit. Yep. I that mean was, uh, every day that's of the week. a five that's a five gamer all day. He stopped up and backed into him. You want to know the hardest the hardest part or that I thought was the most shocking thing about it? What? That's his first time he's ever been suspended. Really? That's his first time he's ever been suspended. Wow. So he gets away with a lot then. Yeah. Because he's like Montreal. Some of the shit he does on the ice, right? And some of the stuff he does during games. He's he's a shit disturber. He Okay, so Gallagher is kind of like comparable to how we how our listeners so Gallagher's kind of compared he's kind of like our shirky he's kind of what he is he's a smaller yeah. guy he's a, he's a shit disturber he's a great player a little bit of a shit disturber but very effective but it's yeah. crazy that that's only his first suspension mm-hmm. ever it in is. his career that's his first suspension I can't believe that <laughs> that's startling uh, I mean <laughs> How was he not suspended before? Like he's done some questionable stuff, but I don't know, man. But that's a five gamer all day. Yeah, so. that was it was ridiculous. Backed right into him. Threw his elbow up. Did you watch the All Star game? A little bit. I watched the uh the actual like games from like the draft yeah. teams. Yeah. I also like that they Shocker, actually did eh? draft again. <laughs> I was trying to get the stick up there for Poppy. Shocker that he got <laughs> the uh he got the MVP, eh? Yeah, and guess who was robbed? Debrinket. Yeah. Who had guess who three, was robbed three. last year? Debrinket. Larkin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Larkin, too. Larkin yeah. had six points last year. Same yeah. thing. Oh, let's give it to the home team. Get out of here, Matthews. Hopefully, this sparks Debrinket's offense because he's had like eight points in his last 15 games or something. He has, he's been rough. He fell off. Yeah. But... Yeah. Some no, of the, like, the actual been. the actual games of the All Star game were good. Like I think two of them ended in a shootout, and they weren't like okay. Can we talk about Kucherov during the skills comp here? Like, why did they even put him in there if he was going to do that? Nikita Kucherov. I'm happy people are seeing his true colors. I've never liked him. I always thought he was lazy. If you ever watch him on the power play. Stands straight up, throws the puck around because he knows someone's going to receive the pass because they're the most skilled players in the world. Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, Victor mm-hmm. Hedman. If he plays on a team like Anaheim or San Jose, he's getting 40 points a year. It's going to be like a minus 30. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. That's my official opinion. Yeah, you just... can come at me and say, no, one of the greatest hockey minds in the world. Yeah, he's got good vision. But he makes passes that could – be stupid real quick like just this lazy effort when he takes one timers it's a half wind up and he like shoots like oh this one's going in every time half the time he misses and rings the glass like i'll tell you when we watch him play against the wings like i don't even know if he might have got an assist maybe a blooper assist on the goal i think it was a headman goal uh it was it was actually a very nice assist was it was it him on it though Okay, so whatever. One out of ten, he throws. It, it was like a between the legs deke, backhand. I, 
Us. I didn't see because I was in the pisser with Ethan. Me and uh, him were taking I'll, a leak. I'll send it to you because it, it was <laughs> so nice it. as we're ripping him. But but whatever. I don't give a shit. He seems. But this like is an what asshole, I'm saying. So. If it's not Victor Hedman, he just seems like he's a dink. Like he seems like he's a jerk. Yeah, I wouldn't like he. he Look at him in seem... in the when they played the Habs in the finals. Well, you guys won one game you act like you're yeah. win, like you know that what I mean? being like, said though shut up. like just i'd love to have him on my team <laughs> yeah of course but i mean still. with the vision he has but still, still think the, he's the a laziness jerk, and the back check and all that still a jerk yeah. um one of the main things that we wanted to see coming up was the mm. nhl players are going back to the olympics yes so you mm. want to hear something that's a little touchy on this though i think i was just reading something I'll I'll clarify it, look it up online, uh, everybody, if you're listening. But I'm pretty sure they said that no one from that 2018 World Juniors team can participate in events until they're officially cleared. Wow. So. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. Uh, I'll look up that roster and tell you who all would not be going to Team Canada's events. So they're going to clear there. So they're going to. Make Hopefully sure it's that, by 2026 they yeah, have that. So they're going to make sure that the whole team has to be clear, right? I mean, McCart wasn't even with the team yet. I was going to say, I so thought guys he like, had an alibi where he was. I'll say guys that could realistically make the team. McCart might be the, oh, Jordan Cairo. Yeah. He's on that team. Robert Thomas. That's pretty much it. And then obviously goalies Carter Hart would be Canada's goalie, but not anymore. Yeah, but they got that Aiden Hill and stuff too, right? So Aiden Hill plays on Vegas. Enough said. I I'm still suspect about him. He had one breakout season last year. You know who else did? Look up the amount of goalies throughout history have had one good season when they're like twenty five and they fall off. We'll give you one, Jordan Bennington. We'll give you another one, Jim Carrey, who won the uh what is it, the Vesna trophy and the Calder in his rookie season. Did you say Jim Carrey? Yes. Are you going like Washington Capitals goal? Yeah. Are you going like early nineties on that one? Yeah. How do you even remember that? Were you even born yet? No, I know Jim Carrey because of the fact that it's a it's an odd record. He oh. he won the Calder the same year he won the Vesna. Not too many people have done that. The only other guy who I think did that was uh Ken Dryden, maybe. Oh. And that's why I call you hockey Google. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually shout out to my mom that book she bought me i've been reading through it flipping through the pages but well oh, the, yeah jim like, carrey caps goalie probably What's reading that? it when you're on the shitter is what you're doing reading it let's see what records we got here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it gets pretty lonely in there but <laughs> oh that's no funny, it's man. uh we'll see we'll see but as you're saying mm-hmm. we're back in the olympics yeah baby let's go how would you like a top line, top line of Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon, and Connor McDavid? Yeah. How about the second line? How about the second line? What? Who? Braden Point. Probably um, Bedsy. Yeah. You got you. You got to put Bedsy. Put a third line in. No, but still, two years. Bedsy's got to be on Canada. Yeah. Goalie is their only weak spot. Two years, he have, could be fucking real nice in two I years. Mean, but we would have like keeps Theodore on D, Jacob Slavin on D, Kel McCarr on D, Quinn. No, Quinn Hughes is American. Um, or yeah, he is American. US is um, gonna be a wagon. 
Yeah, but then you look at Canada's and you go, okay. Yeah, we can hang with them. Uh, but still, you asked Enough said. D. What if we split out our centermen? What if we say, okay, we want our f- five centers to be with one scratch. Mm-hmm. Matt Barzal, Nathan McKinnon, Braden Point, Connor McDavid, and Sidney Crosby. Well, you know, guys, if you guys we're cooking need, everybody else, you guys need me to go in there and you know snap some draws back or something. You know, I <laughs> would incredible. Able, I wouldn't even be. Able, I would love to just like take a few like face offs against somebody like that just to see how quick they are compared to a slug like me. Are I would you, just love play to center. See, yeah, I would love to just see. I bet you the puck doesn't even hit the ice, and they're already their sticks already on it. But it would just be funny to it would be funny. <laughs> like just I'd be, I'd be like, I'm gonna try my hardest to win this draw. They'd just be like snap back, and snap back, snap back. Building off of that Olympics and an NHL player association participation, mm-hmm. instead of the all-star game because of the low ratings yeah, and everything. So I was else, just gonna lead into this. So good Four segue. Nations Cup. Yeah. So Finland, Sweden, US, Canada, US. Canada. Yeah. We're all playing in it. Sweden is a sleeper. Do you think at some point we're going to get Russia back in here? Yeah. I mean, the news at, at some point, walloping I mean, on Ukraine. No, I mean, shit. I don't want to get too political, but like, Ukraine's not a perfect country. Russia's also doing bad stuff. It's just like Israel, Palestine. I just mean, I, I, without us getting into that, I just mean, you think at yeah, some point wanna... Russia will be back in so we can yeah, do this with like I, Russia I and. So. What was it before? It was Canada, U.S. It was like North America where it was had. It was like all, all the, the young other... guys. That With was a sick team. Nathan McKinnon and Matthews and all them. That was disgusting. And Larkin then, uh, was on yeah, that team. Yeah, it was crazy. Do you think they would maybe do something like that if they needed a filler spot? Well, you didn't make Canada and you didn't make U.S. So why don't we just take you guys and just go. And then now you guys are now North America. North America would be. Oh. And then they should do that for like if you didn't make Sweden or Finland, every other team should do like Europe, just like general mm-hmm. Europe. So like all the Germans, so you could get like cider, dry cider, yeah. And then like Kopitar from and have them as one, just call it Europe. Yeah. That'd so cool. your so your countries, and then each one. So then then there's a team Europe and a team North America. Team North America. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be sweet. And then you would Russia's get more not... guys involved too, right? You would get more. Like maybe, players. yeah, maybe they could do that instead of a a team like, Russia. They had like a team team Europe. I like that. I mean, is team Russia world? Russia's would technically you call it Asia? Team, would you call it Team World? Then maybe would that make more sense? Team world, rest of world. I don't know. Um, world in North America, or maybe like maybe it would be Team Asia because like isn't there other countries around Russia that are technically. Like, You're asking like, me this? Belarus. <laughs> Belarus might be Europe or like Kyrgyzstan. There's players from the NHL. Like I remember Anton Hudobin was from like, it's technically the Middle East, but it's all like Caucasian people who live there. Oh. So it's like not really, it's more like they're more European bloodline than Asian. Like Russia's technically part of Asia. Oh, so, really? Well, I was going to yeah. say, you're asking the wrong guy. But anyway, um, <laughs> they should do. Oh, and there's some Australian players too, and British ones, but they're not really world class. Um, well, they are if they're in the NHL. But I have a little um, question for you. Oh boy! So there's 
a race for the playoffs in the East right now. That mm-hmm. is incredible. More competitive than any, any year we've seen. Uh, which, of course, it's the year that the Wings are actually good and we're in the hunt and it's going to yeah. be tight coming down to it. So I'll give you the teams that are currently in a playoff spot and then the ones who are chasing. And it's tight. So I'll just give you their names regardless of points. Okay, so in I'm the just, Atlantic. What am I just saying? In or out type deal or something? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, I suppose. So Boston. Yes. Definitely. Florida. Yes. Tampa. Yes. Toronto. Honestly, yes. I think Toronto's going to get in. Detroit. Wild card. Okay. No, I'm going Buffalo, to Buffalo, Montreal, Ottawa. No. No. No, I'm going to the Rangers. In so the Metro. In the, okay, so you're in the Metro. All right. Rangers, yeah, yeah for sure. Canes. Yes. Philly. Yes. I'm saying no. I'm really yes. okay. I'm saying I'm gonna no. say yes. I'm gonna say all yes. right. Islanders. No. Okay. Pens. Wild card. Okay. Devils. See, that's where I would have I'd have the say... I'd have the Devils make the divisional spot, Philly misses playoffs, and Pens make wild card possible. I'm gonna go Islanders out. Pittsburgh in wild card Jersey slides up into the fourth spot and then Islanders but, Washington but it's only Columbus. three teams that make playoffs oh, okay shit okay yeah, I forgot about that so then I'm only going uh only three teams out of that division can make it then is that is yeah that because you fucked in the wild cards you you'd have Leafs in Detroit making wild card okay so I would I'd go Fuck, this puts a whole new perspective on it. I would definitely go Rangers Carolina for sure. Okay. And I would say I'm saying the Devils. That's my opinion. I think they're gonna heat up. I think Jack Hughes back to full health. I think they're gonna slip in. You know what? Fuck it. I'm sticking with Philly. Really? Yeah. With they're, no gonna Carter my, Hart. they're they're gonna be my sleeper. With no Carter Hart. Yeah, you gotta have a little fun with it, Tristan. Yeah, I guess it's, so. I think it'll be them or the Islanders then, or the I don't know the Pens too. Like fuck, man. But it's, I, I, I don't think, think it's, the Islanders are making it. I'm Patty, it's only been one. a few games, so it's still too early to tell. But here's here's another thing: the Islanders have four games played on everyone beneath them. I know, I see that. So, well, three to four games played. So yeah, fuck it, <laughs> Philly. Final answer. Oh, don't forget Columbus. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So bad. Sorry, Lee, I love you, but you guys poor, stink. Poor, 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 what's his name? Had to go off for the, the player assistance program, Patrick Laine. Yeah, I've seen that. His fall off needs to be studied, man. 40 goal rookie season. I feel bad Hope, for him. Well, hopefully he gets his mind right and is back playing That's soon because he's a hell of a fucking a player. player when he's when he's in it. I'll tell you that. He had a goal last year where he went yeah. end to end. Do you remember that? Yeah, he's a big bastard, too. Yeah, he's 6'5". Yeah. Unit. Huge. And also, I'll, I'll go out to the West because it's kind of a, it's a bit of a race there too. We so, go to Central? Central uh, Central's pretty much locked because Colorado, Dallas, Winnipeg are all making it. For like, sure. They're, yeah. But the Pacific kind of opens up a bit. Same with the wild card. So the Pacific will say yes or no, okay? 
Vancouver. Yeah. They're first in the league. Yeah. Uh, Vegas. Yes. Edmonton. Yes. Okay, now it's the wild card. L.A. They have fallen off lately. I don't they know. Have. I'm 50-50 with them. They have. Yeah. Well, I know it's not going to be Anaheim, and I don't think it's going to be Calgary. So I think it's going to be between L.A. and Seattle for that wild card spot. But Okay, but remember, other central teams can make it too. Yeah, or St. Louis, Nashville, Arizona. It's tight, man. I just think that I don't know. I just think in the end that if they can figure it out, and I mean if they do it soon, I think it's going to be LA, man. Yeah. If if they can figure it out, but it has yeah, to be soon. Yeah, because they've got they've got such to be a good soon. team. If not, then I'm looking at a team. Like I'd say Nashville and St. Louis would get in. Yeah, St. Louis, I would say. But if not, I'm looking Seattle too, man. But they're they've been up and down as of late too. So you obviously consistency is going to be the key down the stretch here. Now that we're the games are yep. starting to mean more and more, and the trade deadline is going to be interesting to see who exactly. buys, who sells. And I can see maybe a team like St. Louis being buyers to make that push into the playoffs. So, yep. all right, you. Talk me into it, man. St. St. Louis is going to be the wild card. All right. Sounds good. I'm Talk happy me we into can agree it. on that. <laughs> Talk Any other topics it. you want to cover? No, man. That's pretty well it for me. We needed this little powwow here. It's yeah, been a we did. Bit. Um, yeah, we we're did. actually now just to kind of keep everybody in the loop, we're now starting to book some interviews now. And there yeah. is some 73 players. We're not going to say who yet, but there is some yeah. 73 players in the mix. So, so we'll, I'd like we'll to hopefully maybe get keep those interviews. I'd like to maybe get a couple of those guys in studio, though. Yeah, it'd be nice too, and maybe some former seventy threes players because I know we had been talking to Goovermont, yeah, a while ago, and he wanted to come on. So everyone knows Goovy. He just got in a fight the other night, eh? Did he? Lion brawl. Come on, lion brawl. Yeah, them and I think it was Kaladin Is from St. Catharines. Yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you. After. Oh yeah, send me that. There was, shit. And there was a goalie fight too. Everyone went like everyone on the ice. Really? They all grabbed someone and went. Goovy grabbed the guy. Goovy's like six four. He's lanky, but he grabbed him, flipped him over, fed him a few on the ground. Hey, some gotta the get rest in there. Were letting kid it go. The rest yeah, were hey. letting it go. They when stood that there, happens, crossed their arms, and were like, go "When that ahead. happens, you just grab a partner." It was a blowout. I think it was like it was like nine to something. Oh. So they they were mad at uh, the Nationals. Well, that's good that Goovy's back because I know he was out for a little bit with an ankle injury, right? Goovy's good. Yeah. Goovy's good. So I'm glad he's, he's back. He's progressed well. Moment, I'm glad he's back. So, yep. everybody, until then, until next epi, which we're hoping is next week. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's going to be next week. We're doing it. It is. So, until next week, Aunt Tristan, we're out of here. See you. Have a good one.